This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 7.49 a.m. You are listening to The Morning Run with Shazana Phil and Xiao Ning. So Chinese New Year, uh, as the Chinese New Year city to hometown exodus begins, up to 2.1 million vehicles a day are expected to ply Malaysian roads. The government has introduced several initiatives to regulate road safety during these festivities, including a 10 kilometer per hour speed limit reduction and a four-day ban on heavy vehicles. Regardless, roads safety remains a contentious issue as traffic fatalities still measure about 6,500. At the same time, Malaysian drivers still remain notorious for their lackadaisical attitude towards road safety. So what are the factors driving higher risk roads and what are the best practices to keep safe when making that journey back? For some thoughts on this, we have on the line with us uh, Dr. Kulantaya Kesi Mani, Head of Putra Injury Prevention and Safety Promotion Research Group at University Putra Malaysia or UPM. Prof Kula, good morning. Thanks as always for joining us. So as mentioned, PLUS expects up to 2.1 million vehicles every day during this Chinese New Year exodus. Are, is the road system inherently capable to handle this uh, incoming influx? Yep. Hi, good morning. Yep. Of course, if we see the demand is uh, is extremely too high compared to the supply for a short period of time. So therefore, uh, there will be traffic jams. Uh, I think this one, everyone can expect that. So if we can prepare ourselves much earlier, knowing that this particular travel will be a much more longer travel, uh, therefore, uh, we will be spending more time on the road. So if we can prepare ourselves in terms of uh, the best is uh, to make sure that we have enough and sufficient sleep uh, for the last three days before the travel. It's not only on the eve. The last three days, we need to have uh, the quantity and quality of sleep. Uh, quantity of sleep here is about six to seven hours for an adult. So if we can make sure that, then we are much more well prepared for that particular travel uh, because we have to keep in mind that uh, we have to be safe and in order f- not only for us, but also to help the others also to be safe on the on the same roadway that we are sharing with. So I guess not everybody will be able to prepare themselves. So is public transport an alternative option? Yes, public transport should be the main option and the most safest option. If we look at our road crash data itself, uh, not only for last year, even for the whole even last two decades as well, uh, public transport contributes the least in terms of fatalities, where they are below 1%. And not only in Malaysia, in any countries. So any countries which invest heavily on public transport, especially rail-based public transport, those countries, if you see, they record very least number of road crash and road fatalities. Now, last year, the Chinese, uh, during this period, the Works Ministry also implemented the same 10 kilometer per hour speed limit reduction, uh, but it didn't seem to be very effective. There was a 41% increase in road accidents compared to 2022. Should the speed limit reduction have gone further this time or is it just basically a lack of driver compliance? Um, Speed reduction is just one intervention, but there are many things that has to be put in place. Um, I think 10 kilometer per hour is sufficient because anyway, during uh, this uh, festive season, due to high traffic, uh, the roads will be congested. So the opportunity to speed is also very less. Um, So that's one. But then keeping in mind that um, the driver's attention on the road has to be there fully. Uh, so uh, 
that is another another area for us to contribute. An example, say, um, using a mobile phone while driving, that means you are taking away your concentration from the road. Mm. That's one. Second is if you are fatigued, then again, it takes away from your concentration from the road. And then the overtaking, uh, because when you overtake, you create a sudden change of the travel pattern, which you may surprise the other drivers. So that's where a road crash can happen as well. And like beating traffic lights and everything, uh, so all these as well contribute towards traffic crash. So um, speed reduction of 10 kilometer power should be a good uh, good start for the time being. What about other things like use of safety belt, safety belts? And also I notice a lot of parents don't strap their children into car seats and sometimes they are in the front uh, on the parents' lap. Is that a very bad idea? Yeah, good. You have raised a good point over here. Um, so like speed reductions is to prevent crash. But then usage of safety products is to prevent injuries. So we need these two interventions to come in place. Uh, and I'm a bit happy that you have raised this issue on the seatbelts. Seatbelts can prevent uh, fatalities by 40 to 50%. So that's one of the most safest uh, safety products which is available inside the car. And when we purchase the car, itself, we have already paid for it. And then we should be using it. And what is lacking here now is the driver is using it, the front passenger is using it, but when you when you just go behind the real passengers, uh, the percentage usage among them is very low, mm. and this is where we need to address it, because once real passengers use it, what, they will be safe. That's one. Second, they also help to make sure that the person in front of them are, are also safe, because say example. If I'm a real passenger sitting behind, I'm I'm unbelted. So in a crash, I'll be moving and creating injury for myself. And now I'm also going to add injury to my driver and front passenger. Even though my driver is belted, but because the rear passenger is unbelted, he's going to add risk. So my, my call here is to all drivers, before we start our journey, can we make sure all the adult passengers in our car are all belted, then only we start our journey. Mm, really make that a habit, um, as in some other countries, perhaps. Um, Prof Kula, what do you think, these initiatives that are introduced, they're, they're typical for the festive season, but beyond that, uh, what do you think the government and, and the public should be doing to address uh, traffic incidents and road crash numbers, um, not just during the festive season, but really all, all year round? Yeah, good. Uh, everyone are concentrating during the travel, uh, during the festive season, thinking that that is the only risk period. But then no, actually every day, as long as we are on the road, the risk is there. If you look at road crash data last year, we recorded close to 600,000 crashes. It means every eight minutes, we have nine crash recorded in the country. And then the result is, if you see, we lost about 6,000 plus deaths last year. It means every four hours, there are three deaths. So it's not only during the festive season, it's also throughout the whole year. So my call over here is um, the most safest, I mean, the most promising intervention to reduce uh, crashes is speed reduction. Because if we can, uh, just, just to let you know the, in terms of the research, by increasing one kilometer per hour speed, uh, that can translate into about four to five percent increase in fatal crash. Mm. So if everyone uh, can comply with the speed limit 
and in fact reduced by ourselves. And I mean, it's a, this is what I call as self enforcement. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we reduce yeah. ourselves the speed, and then I tell uh, together we can make our roads safe. And Prof, I, I get you that actually a lot of onus is on the driver, but are there any ways we can still look at improving road design to help us actually mitigate and manage these crashes, right? Like when we look at the data, are there clear spots and hotspots within the country that we can perhaps take interventions on? Yeah, of course there are there are what I mean what we call as black spots. Okay, so black spots, of course, through engineering measures, you 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 can mitigate that. That's one point. But I I'm looking slightly more than that, where um, road road safety is everyone's responsibility. It's, it's not only purely uh, say transport field or works field. No. Uh, so along this way, what I can say is there's one component which uh, we can really fully utilize is the the impact of the employer. Because if employer reminds the workers within them, their own workers, okay, saying that hey, um, do not violate the traffic rules, okay, um, so the employee tend to uh, follow very closely the employer's uh, rules uh, because they know that the employer knows them and there could be an effect towards the employment. Uh, let me give you an example. There are some oil and gas industries which have a strict regulation saying that if you use mobile phone, okay, then there will be a kind of penalty. Mm. So you know, if you are found to have a speed ticket, then you have a kind of uh, penalty. Mm. So the people are more worried of the employer's action compared to the state action. So my call here is if every employer who has the say who has their safety and health division, if you can monitor your own cluster only, okay, by saying for say for example for this Chinese New Year, if you can come up with your vision, say vision zero crash for my employees only, mm. zero crash or zero injury or zero traffic summons, only during this Chinese New Year first. Let's give a start first. And then if it really works, then why don't you expand it throughout the year? Because it's a win-win situation here. Because the moment your employer is safe, then the absenteeism from work is less and your production is... is, is Prof Kula, thank you so much for speaking with us. That was Professor Dr. Kulantaya KC Mani of University Putra, Malaysia, giving us some recommendations on how we can enhance road safety, especially during the festive season, but also beyond. 7.59 in the morning, we're heading into the 8 a.m. news bulletin. And after that, on the breakfast grill, Wong Xiaoning speaks to Tan Ziyan, Managing Director and Head of Malaysia for Alvarez and Marsal. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.